Get ready to tune in to stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career, and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. What's up, gentlemen? Scott here. And today I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And I think that uh, anybody can benefit from the things that I'm going to talk about today. And I just want to let you know that these are ideas are not mine. These are ideas that I and learnings and teachings I have received from reading books, listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts, and putting the right people in my life. I want to talk about being a more resilient human. And when I talk about being resilient, I mean harder to kill, harder to hurt, harder to emotionally control. And this doesn't mean that I'm I, I'm asking you to be inhumane or uh, without feeling. It's quite the opposite. This is a way of operating in your life in which you don't allow the things that you have no control over to control you. So first of all, I want to talk about the fact that I did not come up with any of these. These are things that I've learned while reading, listening to audiobooks, and surrounding myself with people that uh, I see as mentors in my life. Before I start into this list of things that will help you become a more resilient human, I wanted to talk about mentorship because this is something that I searched out for a long time. I knew a lot of people are like, well, my mentor says this and my mentor does that. And for me, that caused a lot of strife in my life because I didn't know how to find a mentor. And not too long ago, I was listening to um, an interview at the end of the audiobook of The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holiday, in which he says, you don't need to have a formal mentor. You need to have somebody who has more knowledge, more wisdom than you in the areas that you want to grow. And that really hit me because I worried so long about how do I ask somebody to be a mentor? How do I find somebody that's willing to give me time and attention and breathe life into me and help me become the person uh, closer to some of the things that they have achieved and the person I want to be? And really what it comes down to is paying attention to those people. You do not have to formally be mentored by them. You can simply read their books, listen to their podcasts, read their blogs, check out their content on YouTube, Facebook, social media, whatever it is. If you find somebody who has something you want, study them. This is another form of mentorship. Again, it doesn't have to be so formal. I have a few of these in my life where you know I, I, I will soak up the things that they have to say that they have written and that they're putting out there because I know that they are doing that because they have found areas of success in their life and they want to share those. And so first of all, seek out a mentor, whether that's um, formally or informally. I've, I'm very fortunate in that I met my, the co-founder of the Brotherhood of Fatherhood, Josh Price, who has helped me become more resilient. I noticed right away when I was working with him that he just didn't let things going on maybe things that I would think were happening to him, he didn't really let them shake him or bother him or misalign him. He took them just as these outside things occurring. And then he would look at them and move forward in life without them really affecting him negatively. And I really desired to be more like that. So over the last two or three years, I have surrounded myself with Josh. Obviously, I talk to him every single day. And he helps me through those things, whether he knows it or not. But I also have read books and, like I said, sought out these uh, 
air quote mentors who've helped me learn a lot. So first of all, I, I do attribute a lot of these things to things that have Josh has taught me as well as to the book, the obstacle is the way by Ryan holiday, which was a game changer for me because it helped me kind of put all these pieces, glued all these pieces together, these things that I'd been learning. And I realized that life doesn't happen to me. It can happen. And then I can take those things and use them to propel myself. And so I've just come up with this list. It's not a definitive list. It's not a be all end all list. It's just some things that I thought of that I thought would be really good to share for you. So number one, be prepared. You know, bad things are going to happen. There are so many things in this world that we have no control over. We can, we can be beacons of hope. We can do things to help uh, create change. But no matter who you are, no matter where you're at in your life, things are just going to happen and bad things are just going to happen. So first of all, prepare for those things. What do I mean? I mean, have your mind sharp. Always be reading. Always be learning new things. Um, have your body prepared. Be physically fit. You know, we talk a lot about, have you been working out and the accountability in the group? Have you been paying attention to your health and fitness? We don't just do that so that you, you know, look sexy naked for your wife, for your, your love, <laughs> for your, your spouse. We do that because we know that if you are more physically fit, you're more physically prepared. If there is an emergency, maybe there's a car accident or someone is in danger, being more physically fit will actually keep you more prepared. It'll actually make you harder to kill and harder to hurt. So there's, there's only advantages to being more physically fit. So you need to be, you need to be prepared with your body. I mentioned earlier, you need to be paired with your mind. You know, make sure you're learning new things. I don't think we should ever stop seeking new skills and seeking to learn new things. So keep your mind sharp and then keep working on preparing yourself emotionally. And this has been a big one for, for me. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it when I talk about practice, but being emotionally prepared is going to help you turn from being a reactionary person to an observationalist, someone who observes what's going around you and can problem solve and can actually use even negative things happening to create positive outcomes. And so first thing is just be prepared. Be prepared. Second thing to being a more resilient human is something that I read in Obstacle is the Way. And then um, actually heard from one of our guests on the show who since passed away, Jeff Giosi. And it's really kind of burned a spot in my heart. And it really sits well with me. And that's Amora Fadi. Amora Fadi means the love of your fate. And that's just embracing the fact that bad things are going to happen. One thing I really love uh, that Jocko said when COVID came, he said, so COVID happened. Good. Well, you know, my first instinct was, why is he saying this? Why is he saying like this horrible thing is happening? People are dying. There's this, uh, a lot of things going on, on in the world. People are scared. Why is this good? Well, it's good because he has embraced a Fadi. He's embraced that I am, I am going to fall in love with whatever happens in this world because I know that the way I handle it has more to do with anything 
than the fact that it's happening. Bad things happen. And if you start to see them as good, as opportunity, everything that happens can be used for better. Take Jeff Giosi. He was definitely someone who embraced this and he knew that someday he was going to die and he prepared and he lived every single day like he might die tomorrow. And he actually did at a young age. And he left two very little boys and a young wife behind, but he left a legacy because he lived with Amor Fadi, the love of fate. And so the more you can start to really download that, think about that, meditate on that, is that there are some things that are just completely out of our control. If we can embrace that and live like we know that that's the situation, like we know that things are going to happen. You will live more today in preparation for whatever happens tomorrow. And that will make you a more resilient human. You will be ready for things that happen. We cannot call. We do not know the day when we will end. Our lives will end and we will move on. We do not know that day. But if we live knowing that it could be any moment, We'll have not left anything behind. We'll have not lived in a way of like, I'm shooting for tomorrow. I see so many people, you know, when this is done, I'll do this. And what we want to do is we want to live like it tomorrow may not come. And that will in turn make you a more resilient human. Hey guys, this is Scott. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, but I did want to interrupt for just a second because I am super passionate about a new tool that I've found and been using for the last month or so. And if you're like me, the thought of writing copy puts me into cold sweats. But we all know that writing blogs, social media posts, web copy, ads, and more are part of life and can make a considerable impact on moving the needle to success in your business or job. We all know how difficult it can be to wrangle ideas, action words, and details, not to mention time constraints. Fear not. I have found a solution that allow, will allow you to easily crank out stunning copy in minutes. It's Jarvis, guys. It's probably hit your social media feed and you think it's too good to be true, but it is not. Jarvis is the latest artificial intelligence technology that will help you create content at lightning speed with little effort on your part or hefty fees for writers. You fill in two easy steps and it'll lay out descriptive paragraphs, both short and long-form articles, bullet lists, social media posts, blog posts, ad copy, SEO copy, Google ad copy. It gets super detailed. There are tons of templates to choose from. It's totally up to you. It's two steps, and it blows me away every time I use it. In fact, it just keeps getting better and better. So if you're like me the thought and thought it was too good to be true, trust me. This product kicks ass. I literally use it every single day for per personal and professional use. Just go try it for free and use my link. Uh, and it's in the show notes. I'm not going to read it to you because it's crazy. But go to the show notes, click on the link, sign up for your free trial. You will never look back. And this is a great way to support this podcast. Super simple for you, for your business. Send it to your boss. Send it to your friends. It will revolutionize workflow. The link is in the podcast notes. And if you want to support the Brotherhood of Fatherhood, this is a great way. Um, 
the other thing that I wanted to talk about was something that'll make you more resilient human is perspective. And I'm still learning this. I'm still learning all of these. But when we kind of stop and look at things outside of our own perspective and realize that there are, are other ways to look at things, we'll stop being so reactionary. We'll stop being so controlled by the things that other people are doing or the way they're acting. In general, people do not wish to harm you. People do not wish to harm each other. They are doing things that they think are good. And so if you can kind of look at things and get a different perspective that what they are doing isn't necessarily meant for harm, they might be in, in the long run thinking that what they are doing is improving the world or improving the lives of those they love. So if you can take and embrace a new perspective, you'll realize that those things don't have to affect you. If someone's doing something you don't agree with, stop and think there's some perspective, there's some life experience, there's something in their world that makes that what thing that they're doing or the way that they think right in their mind. And they could be wrong, but we can't control what other people think. You've heard me say it a lot if you've listened to any of these podcasts. The best way to grow and to fix those around you and to improve your world, to improve your marriage, to improve your friendships, improve your role as a father is to draw a circle around you or imagine putting a hula hoop in the, on the ground and stepping inside of that hula hoop and only focusing on fixing the set things inside of that hula hoop. Your perspective will change your relationships will improve because you will have been improving yourself and everything starts right here, right within our own hula hoop, right within our own circle, because we have zero control over things outside of us. We may try to control it. We may force our way into it. We may push our attitudes, our thoughts, our beliefs on others, but in the long run, it's really not controlling them at all. It's you trying to control them and losing control of yourself. So if we can have perspective that everybody's coming from an area where their own experiences, their own thoughts, their own views on things, and we can just accept that we may not be able to change that, but what we can change and what we can, can control is ourself. That also kind of comes into the, my next step, which is offense cannot be given. It's only taken. This has been huge in my life. I used to get offended by things people said. I used to take them personal. Someone said something about the way I was acting or something I did, I would take offense. And I realized, I learned that offense cannot be given. It's only taken. If I don't accept it, then I'm not offended. And I know this is a really hard concept to understand. It's a hard concept to explain, but I just simply don't let what other people think about me or say about me I don't let it offend me. Now, I'm still working on this. It happens quite often, but I've come a long way and there's massive freedom in not worrying about what other people think or say and not taking offense. You stop acting in reaction. You start acting in love and you start acting in understanding and you start acting within things that only you can control. So that's a big one. So how do we do this? Like, like I, I just, sometimes I know that there's going to be a situation that's going to be extremely hard and I'm not perfect. And I have a lot to learn, 
but some things that I have done to become better at preparing for bad things, preparing my mind, my body, my emotions, and uh, kind of embracing a morphati, and also uh, paying attention to the fact that everybody has different perspectives on things. They will perceive every, the same thing I see completely different than the way I see it. And then not taking offense is practice. You have to practice. And by practice, I mean working out, doing physically hard things. By practice, I mean doing hard mental things so that your mind is primed and ready to act and react in ways that are appropriate when the time comes. I also do a lot of mental visualization of situations coming up. Not too long ago, my family and I were taking spring vacation and I knew flights were going to be a nightmare. I just knew it. It's spring break. People are flying, people are coming, people are going. And I just knew that there was going to be an issue. And this is something that's really stressed me out in the past. And I get very reactive when, when I'm up at a counter and they say, I'm sorry, we can't get you on this flight, or there's been a mechanical, I would get really reactive and kind of act like an ass. And so at the time before that, that last uh, trip with my family, I was reading uh, The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holiday again. I've read it multiple times. And I realized that I needed to practice for when that moment came. And so on my morning walks, if you guys have heard about my morning routines, someday I'll do a a podcast about that. On my morning walks, I was practicing all the scenarios that could go wrong on our vacation. I was visioning the, the ticket agent saying something went wrong. I was practicing her or him saying, you can't sit with your family. There's no seats. You're going to be all over the plane. We're going to have to bump you to a different time. It's been delayed. You missed your connection. I practiced every single part of that in my head. I played it out and I played it out where I responded appropriately because when we're not in the moment, you can realize that you will realize. And if you think about it logically, kindness will go a lot further than anger. Preparation will take you a lot further than uh, reaction. And we actually had a situation happen on our way home from spring break. And they told us, I think it was a Friday. They said, oh, yeah, there's no way you can even get home until Monday or Tuesday. You're stuck. And normally in that situation, I would have lost it. And I would have been rude. And I would have said things that did not help the situation. But I had practiced for this moment in my head. And this is a real big moment for me because I realized that that practice I had done was so impactful. I practiced. I was when the situation arose, I was extremely calm. I, I had prepared to think through the different options and the different ways that I could respond. I responded in a way, and within 10 minutes, they had us on a flight that very same day, and we were home only a few hours later. All because I stayed calm, and I was able to think clearly, and I had practice for that. So practice through situations mentally, practice through things, situations physically, my good friend, Eric LeClaire, will talk about this all the time. He practices the uh, family protecting, you know, protection activities. Like, how am I going to protect my family? How am I going to make sure that I am prepared 100% in the case of X, Y, Z? What variables A, B, C? What if there is a threat? What if there is an intruder? What if there's someone um, that is chasing me? 
He has all of those situations laid out in front of him. I've learned a lot from him. And then we've had multiple guests on the podcast who've talked about this. And I, and I know that that preparation is serving them well when things get crazy in life. So we want to do mental preparation, physical preparation, talk through this stuff with other people, you know, I remember before this flight, I talked with my wife about, okay, there's a good chance because of the crazy travel and spring break, there's a good chance something's not going to go right. So I'm working really hard at uh, working on preparing to stay calm. And then she, what happened in those, that situation, she didn't get reactive at worrying about how I was going to respond because I talked through it with her. So talk through all of these things with your loved ones. And so the other thing is that when things happen to you, you've got to work on slowing down, looking at the entire situation and making good decisions based on logic rather, rather than your inst instinctual response. Are you going to be the deer in the headlight that runs right in front of the, the car that's moving because of your fight or flight? Or are you going to be the person who sees the situation coming, stops, evaluates, and makes moves that are um, in the best interest of yourself, your family, and your loved ones? You have to stop and step outside of that fight or flight response. Now, there's going to be times in your life where fight or flight fight or flight are extremely important, but there's also on, in the most part, being prepared and slowing down and paying attention and letting your brain think in a very logical manner is going to help you a lot more than in reactive matter. And the last thing I'm going to say is teach your kids, your spouse, your friends, these things. And why do I say that is because when you teach something, you are bringing it into your mind and your being at a higher level. Number one, if you can teach it, you're probably going to be better at doing it. And then the other thing is, is now you have built-in accountability. If I'm teaching my boys how to not respond um, in a negative way, how to be prepared physically, emotionally, uh, and in their mind, and uh, how to see other perspectives, and how to not take offense, the things that they're, they're going, if I'm talking to them, if I am teaching them those things, they're going to be watching me, and that is going to be a really important thing for me to have in line. Because if I can't do it, they're not going to take anything I say seriously. And that's a big deal. That's, that's my future. My boys are my future. And I want them to be more prepared for life. So that if I teach them, now I know that I'm being watched and I better darn well do what I say. So guys, I hope something in here resonated with you. I would encourage you to find a mentor. I would encourage you not to just devour books. This is something that's been on my mind a lot lately. A lot of guys will post on Facebook or on Instagram, look at all the books I've read this year. I'm so addicted to reading books. And the first thing that comes through my mind is, are you implementing anything? How do you read that many books and implement anything? So what I've done in the last year is I will take a book, I'll read it, I'll think about it, I will start acting on things and then I'll typically read it again. If I did the audiobook, I try to get the hard copy and read it or vice versa. I want you to really focus in on not just consuming stuff, but consuming and practicing. So those are just my hints 
at uh, becoming a more resilient human. I know there's a ton more things. I hope to talk about this more in future podcasts. Again, prepare yourself for bad things, physically, emotionally, mentally. Consider more fadi, the love of fate. Things are gonna happen. I might as well embrace it now and see that as a positive thing, even if they are negatives, even if they're bad things happening, there's a lot of growth that can happen from those. Practice, practice, practice. When it happens, slow down, teach your kids, teach your spouse, teach your friends these things that you're learning. Keep an open mind to other people's perspectives. It doesn't mean you have to agree with their perspectives, just understand that their perspective is different. And then don't take offense. Offense can't be given. People cannot give you something you're not willing to receive. So just don't receive it. All right, everybody, I hope you have an amazing week. Hit me up if you have any questions. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'll just keep coming out with more and more of this stuff. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, your family, and follow us on social media. If you are a father, make sure you join our Facebook group, The Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more podcasts from The Brotherhood of Fatherhood.